Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the Pet Biz Guru and founder of the Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tip Tuesday on the Pet Biz Hive podcast. Today, I am going to talk a little bit about hiring for attitude, not aptitude. This has been the month of hiring. I have had my hiring series out there for you guys to download, which is, of course, a four video series all about hiring in our industry from preparing your pet business to hire, all the way through the hiring process, the interview process, and then the onboarding process. Now this is a free resource that you can download right now. I will drop the link down in the show notes. Okay, so back to hiring for attitude, not aptitude. I have talked about this before in podcasts, most recently in the podcast interview that I had with Joe Latona of Walker Scout, how this is something that we really need to look at doing. Now, I understand from talking with a lot of other pet business owners that many of you put in your application that you require one to two years of experience in some sort of a direct pet care related industry, whether, oh, it's working in a boarding facility or working for a veterinarian or anything like that. But hear me out for a second. Anything that your employees need to learn can be taught by you. Requiring experience in this industry is really an old relic of the independent contractor age. Now, of course, we all know with the legalities of using independent contractors that our industry is just not meant for that anymore. The regulations have, well, many of them have not changed. Many of the regulations have been there, but with the adoption of ABC in so many states and so many other states, even with the common law, it is just not a good environment for that. And of course, if you are building a pet business, the last thing that you want to do is risk everything that you've built so far to the possibility of an audit and having to reclassify your contractors to employees. That is, oh, more than anything, it is a massive time suck, but it can also be very costly for your pet business. So with this, I guess, changeover in the industry of employees and no longer needing to have people come into your company as contractors with their own business and their own history of direct pet care, this is not something that you need to really consider. Now, when you hire someone with previous experience, if you have that, even with employees, even if you have that in your job application, people might come to you with experience, absolutely but they might also come in thinking that they know it all and they might not be as open to learning how you do things. 
And when you are an employer building your own business, you need to do things the way that you do them. You need to make those decisions yourself about how your company does things. That is part of building your company's culture. You want to make sure that you are hiring someone who has the right attitude, the attitude that you are looking for. This would be a person who is positive, who is a team player and helpful, who has a can-do attitude, and more than anything, hiring someone who is coachable, who's willing to learn and grow with you and your business. And coachability is, is one of those biggest factors. If you have someone who comes in with a lot of previous experience, it might be completely the wrong experience. It might be the wrong mentality for what you want to grow in your business and culture. So it is very important to make sure that attitude is what you are hiring for, not just aptitude or their previous experience and knowledge. Because honestly, anything in our industry can be taught. That does require that you take a step back and have very solid onboarding procedures, having a great operations manual. Uh, The current movement in the industry is to go towards more online training. Uh, Micro learning is very important, just those short little nuggets of training that your staff can absorb quickly and move forward. Making sure that you provide them additional education opportunities like first aid and CPR training, like uh, training on body language. You have to make sure that you provide them with all of the tools and skills that they are going to need in the field. But as an employer, you control that. You control what the entire narrative is in their educational process. And I do recommend that, you know, of course, circling back to coachability, those people are going to be more open to feedback. They're going to be more willing to make changes. And, you know, I mean, let's face it, every pet business is different. And every pet business owner is going to have their own way of doing things. If you have someone who comes in that is coachable, they are going to be more likely to adapt. So hire for attitude. Now, here is a question I get a lot. How on earth do you determine if a candidate is going to have a great attitude? Um, Many times it's called like the soft skills, or I like to talk about, of course, emotional intelligence. So here's five questions for you to think about today in this little Tip Tuesday. Number one, can you tell me about a time when you had to work with a difficult team member or coworker? And how did you handle that situation? And of course, anytime you do interviewing, ask the question and listen. You need to listen for what they are saying in between that's going to tell you a lot about how they manage conflict, how they are working with a difficult team member. Question two, how do you handle constructive criticism? Now, I really like this question. Um, In your business, as you are coaching people, um, as different circumstances come up, you know, I always say that our industry is predictably unpredictable. 
there are always going to be new things that show up in your business. The second you think you have seen everything, that you've done everything, and it's all in the manual, is when something is going to happen that you hadn't thought about, in my case, in 26 years. So things will change, and there is a lot for employees to know. But um, I like to have that in the question to see what their response is like. So constructive criticism to me, I relate that a little bit more to coachability, as in coming to them immediately, letting them know that, okay, so this action was not quite what we are looking for in our community. Uh, I would like for you to try this next time. Listening to how they answer that question and perhaps have them expand on it to explain a time when they have received coaching and uh, how they handled that coaching in a previous position. Number three, can you tell me about a time when you had to adapt to a new situation or process in a previous job? That is a very important one because like I said, we have a very changeable industry and I know that I try to limit it as much as possible, making large base changes on systems and processes. But yes, new situations come up. So you want to find somebody who has that flexible mentality. Number four, how do you handle stress and pressure? We don't have any of that in our industry, right? No stress whatsoever when it's a major holiday or you have another employee who is called in sick and you need to have uh, your other employees be very flexible in changing their schedule. Very important question to hear how they like it. If you have someone that responds to that saying that they like consistent every day and inconsistencies cause them a lot of stress and probably uh, emotional stress, um, that might not be the best fit for this industry. And number five, can you tell me about a time when you went above and beyond at a previous employer? That is something that I hold very dear in my company. It is actually one of the values that we have in our company is doing more than asked. We are always looking for employees who are willing to go that extra mile for our clients. And now I'm not talking about I'm going to clean your house for you or I'm going to do your dishes for you, nothing like that. I'm talking about just those those little small touches like a really great pet visit report or spending a little bit extra time to catch an amazing picture. Those, those little small things that clients feel that it's very relatable to them and they know that your employee has gone above and beyond. That is five little questions that you can ask whenever you are in your hiring process to try to get an idea if this person has the attitude that you want to have in your pet company. Last thing you want to do is open the door to people that have bad attitudes because that is going to be the bad apple in your company and can drag the entire team down. So again, back to hire for attitude, not aptitude. Make sure those people are coming in, have a very coachable attitude and an amazing positive personality to complement your team because you can teach them everything they need to know. That's all for this Tip Tuesday.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetBizGuru.com. What is your next best move?